around. There's a bunch of boxes uh, behind you somewhere, hidden uh, in the cabinet there. It used to be about six, but we have a morning kill and a second seder here, so it's good. I'm happy it's being uh, used. Smaller, and I can see them. I just need to oh, pin no. the rod to be the, uh, the one. Oh, yeah, on, okay. on everybody's screen rather than <laughs> okay. some random person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't know that was one of the steps in the Zoom, uh, Zoom technology. You're on already? Yeah. Okay. okay. All the, uh, well, uh, we didn't say anything illegal. And uh, I'll speak about hot mics. Well, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's good. Okay, so last night we began to get involved in a very fascinating, a deep svara that happens to affect many different halachas. So let's just get our bearing. We had hayol, which means could have, would have, had a possibility, and it applies in many different sugyas. We had in Bea that we don't give Malchus to somebody who cooked unnecessarily, even though it's at least awesome in and Hal itself over there is a Machlekes. Magad Avram has the following kasha. And this is where we left off before we get to the answer. The Mechaber brings down from the Sugiyam Sochim that if a loan is given from a guy to a Yid, let's say for a million dollars, puts up collateral of his Chametz, he owns a million dollars worth of Cheerios, and the default, of course, if he doesn't pay the loan, the million dollars of Cheerios goes to the guy. At the time of the loan, he put the Cheerios in the brochures of the guy. That's crucial for this case, and it's going to be crucial for the answer. And, of course, we all know anything involving Cheerios is going to be a scenario taking place before Pesach, just to make it more lively. And Mechaber has two scenarios, both of them, he paskins lakula. If he defaults before Pesach, which is the easier of the two, and the chametz went to the guy already before Pesach, so the yid is not over by Yerabayamase because lachere he forfeited his chametz, and the collateral became the payment of the loan. And even if it happened after Pesach, if when he gave it to him, when he put it in the possession of the guy's silo to hold, at the beginning of the loan, five months before that, but he said, Ma'achshav, if I default, it'll go retroactive to this time, he's still not over and by Yerob So the Magad of Ram points out that the Gemara... What if he doesn't If he does not default, uh, he's really in trouble. If he pays back the money, then it's belongs to him. The question is if he defaults. That's not a shayla. So the Magad of Ram asks the following kasha, we have a din, the Gemara struggles with the likely scenario, which today is very unlikely, where people baked on Pesach, and they're baking matzahs, and they have a dough, which they're trying to very quickly finish, and they're going to be mafresh chalom, 
the Gemara says, what do you do over here? Everybody's assumed to be Tameh. Yamafish Chala, and the Chala is going to be Chala that's Tameh, which means you can't bake it now into a cookie because nobody's going to eat it and they have no head to the bake on Yantif. The other alternative is to leave it around. If you leave it around, you're going to be in trouble. It's going to turn to Chametz in a few minutes. So what do you do? So Abeleza says, bake it first. It's no longer Chametz. Be Kari shame afterwards. Be Dievid. Uh, as you brought up, can you do a B'dievid last night? The answer is yes, you could do a B'dievid. And that's only a B'dievid scenario. And here it's B'dievid because you have no choice. Call Shas dummy. So bake it, make sure it's a crisp matzah, milk shash chametz, and then be mafish l'chala. And of course, then you burn it, throw it out, whatever you're going to do. So Lamaisa, the Gemara wants to know why is there such an issue over here? We have a Gzeisa Kosov by Rabbi Yamasa, Shalcha Iataraya, Taraya, Shalachem, Shalgavaya. And if you're Mafet Shuma, it's not yours, and you're not over on Rabbi Yamasa. And the Gemara says, that's correct. However, since you can undo that Freshness Chala by being Shal Neder, that you could undo it, even though you have no plans to undo it, and it's very unlikely you would undo it. And the only cases I have is where people lost their Chala and it got maybe thrown back in. We have to undo it. That's very rare. Since Hail, you could. So even though you didn't, we assume it's a slight bilus, call it, and you're already over on some level by Rabbi Yamatsi. And therefore, it's a problem, which means we're using the Svarav Hail Lechumra. So now that we know that, the Magad says that there was the assumption by loans, which I don't know if it's true today based on the but the assumption was if a guy defaulted on the loan and he just lost a million dollars worth of Cheerios, he could, if the Cheerios are still around, he can go back to the Malva and be paid to them and say, sorry I'm late, here's the cash, can I have back the Cheerios? I would assume even then, if Cheerios went up in price and the guy made a profit already, he's not going to want to give it back for the million dollars, he might charge him more, but let's assume the price stayed stable and he wants to be paid it. So, Mangavram says, based on this Rav Hoyle, why don't we say that even if he defaulted already, but since he could buy it back and he has the legal right to buy it back, so he still retains some bailus, similar to the ability to be Shiloh on the Freshers Chala, and Mamela should be even by Rabbi Matze. That was the Shiloh of the Mangavram last night. Let's look back at the Mangavram on page 1D. D as in David, not as in dog, even though we have high respect for the Kelev Tashachun Asam this year. But it's a stamma. Uh, you're often asked on the phone to spell out things so people on the other side of the line don't get it wrong and cost the insurance company a million dollars or something like that. Uh, so I'm not saying it's an Israel Sam, but if you're picking names, why not do something that you might as well talk and learning while you're doing this. So if you mention David, you think of David. You know, there's no reason for a from you to say C as in Christopher, even though he'll understand it better. Um, there's no way to certain, and I'm not saying it's chukasem, even though normally we try to examine it as a chukasem, but why say uh, Gaisha names? <laughs> I once overheard somebody say L as in Luke. I said, why'd you pick that? I said, I don't know, it just came to mind. I said, of all the million words that begin with an L, that's the only thing that came to mind. <laughs> I'm saying this is not a din. Don't this? I can really be misquoted on that. But if I say Naya din, that you have to say Hebrew, the shyness of biblical characters. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is, like, how American can you get? The only thing that came to mind was Luke. 
Like out of all, uh, you know, <laughs> it's just a sign how long we've. Is Lucifer better? Is what? I never heard of him. Uh, so I can't tell you if it's better, but, uh, you know, whatever. Anyway, different spoons. <laughs> on, the, on the subject. So let's go back to Magavama. Ice game on the top right hand side. Veloy Paramutter. He says the answer is that we don't say hail when it's really not hail. And he quotes a Ram that says this. Well, think of this. What's the problem over here? He's missing money. He can't be paid. And how do we know he's missing money? Of course he's missing money. That's why he defaulted on the loan. Now, I hope nobody asks me, well, how do you know he's missing money? If he defaulted, defaulting on loans in the olden days and nowadays is never good for anybody. So you're giving up the collateral, but that's going to give you a name in the street. You just defaulted on a loan, and that's not good for future purchases on credit and general credit rating and general reputation. So the working assumption is the guy defaulted a million-dollar loan not because he wanted to give away his Cheerios and he thought the market was going down as a way of selling his Cheerios. It's because he doesn't have any money. So you don't say hoyol that he could be paid it, because if he could be paid it, he wouldn't default. Ah, has he paid it a week later? He got into some money, a cash amazing. But right now, we don't say, as it goes on. Now, what happens, Longbottom doesn't address this, just throw this out, food for thought. That's why I'm Cheerios. Uh, what happens if in the middle of uh, Pesach, he yarshins $10 million? He doesn't, uh, discuss that. He's saying, we assume, Money didn't transfer so quickly in the old days, but that could happen even in the old days. And it just says, well, he's not ever buy you up by a matze because uh, we don't say hardly could be paid because he obviously has no money. But he had no money when he defaulted either a day before Pesach or whenever it was. Why is that assuming he's not going to have money? So the only answer we're going to see as we read on is that it's a dangerous proposition. And if he gets money, maybe it is an issue. Just right now, you want to know why he's not ever buy you up by a matze because you don't say hardly could be paid if he has no money. And this far is going to come in a very important uh, part of the process when we see the Chuvas Nadivida. He points out this is dangerous. And even if it weren't dangerous with my Kasha, it's only Bidiyevid, this whole Svar of Hail. Then he adds another thing, which is also an Agea to insurance companies on Pesach, once we're on this already. We never managed to cover even 1% of Hokus Pesach around the season. So just look at the next part. Another interesting that if the mashkin is blown up by an act of something the guy couldn't think, it's in the guy's silo. So he has to do some measure of protection, a regular normative industry standard of keeping the silo safe. But it's a real illness and uh, the guy couldn't do anything about it. Who's higher for that? Silo full of flour Cheerios. The guy is not. The it is. He still has a million dollars. He can say, well, uh, I don't have it. Take my mashka. Uh, well, the funny thing happened last night. Uh, the mashka is gone. So if that's all true, which he brings down from Cheshmish or Simonai and Beis, Imken, Havali Bushus Yisrael. So then that itself is bailus. The Yisrael is really high for it. To which he answers, the Yishlaimer, the Havali, Kemakabal Achrayas Chem Sushalakum. The Yisrael has an Achrayas. If something happens, Ba'inus, it's going to be the Yitz problem. But if you're Makabal Achrayas for Chametz of a guy, Bebesa Shalakum, 
Tartu Tevusa, both conditions. It's in his silo, and yes, I have a level of achrayas, but it's in your house, then that's okay. That's very nogea, because any yid who's insuring anything in somebody else's warehouse comes up every peso. Now, the big insurance companies aren't necessarily yidin. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. But if you're insuring anything, you can have a trucking company, and you're bonding it in a way that you're insuring it, even if it might sin, point A to point B, shouldn't be carrying your truck because you're getting on off from carrying chametz, and that you're getting paid for that. That's already a problem. But besides that, the insurance issue is an issue. It's not an issue if you're insuring his chametz in his warehouse. And the source of that is from this Magad Avram. Okay, the aside we want from here is that Hayal is a Sfar, which will use L'Chumra when it's applicable. Now, go to your next page. 1E, as in Eliezer. I'm trying to think of the uh, possibilities. I probably would have said Edward, and I'm just as American, but uh, <laughs> if I say Eliezer, they're going to say, what? I actually once had that years, years ago, and I was talking about the name. It was for a social security number or something like that. Something went wrong, and it was for my daughter, Elisheva. And she asked me, what's the name? I had somebody on the line. I said, Elisheva. So she said, can you spell that for me? So I said, E as in Elisheva. <laughs> that didn't go over that well. So then I switched to Edward because I wasn't going to start with Eliezer. Uh, but uh, uh, then she actually, midway through the name, she said, Oh, Elisheva. This is like Guy Gummer. <laughs> so Elisheva, I've actually heard the name. I said, You heard the name? She started quoting somebody who's supposed to be very famous, and it wasn't my daughter. So go figure. Uh, but, she, but she didn't figure that out until halfway through. So I uh, thought that was interesting. Okay. This Nadi Behuda is very fascinating. And the only reason, normally I don't have one A, B, C, D, E with all the Rosh Tevis. Um, I wanted to show you this to show you how important it is to have the Eruv in the shul with access to everyone. And that's going to lead us into why there was ever a minute in any community. Believe it or not, there were many communities at the minute. They used to hang the challah, the matzah, which is what's going to get us back into the sugya, the hanging bread. That's serious. But I want to show you how important it is. This din that you have to have access doesn't have to be in the shul. The Ramah already we saw it says the minig was in the shul. And some had the minig to highlight that people should understand the air is based on the worship. Have a shutfus and this challah and this matzah. Today's a box of matzahs that holds better. And some to highlight this actually hung it up, which we'll go back to later. There are many chuvas on the following scenario. Uh, Rabbi Yashav, I remember years ago, it was a maestro that happened in Eretz Yisrael. It was in Eretz Yisrael at the time. It was later in print, where somebody had, the shul was open, and somebody had locked the air into an area, some locker, and they locked it, and they forgot the combination, and the guy who had the combination was in Switzerland, the whole maestro, and they, and they couldn't really get to it. This compostled the entire air from the entire city. You need access to the Arabs. The question is, what's considered access, what's not access? What's unique about this particular tshuva is it's an Adbihuda. That's already going to make it very, very famous. And the Shiloh, which I didn't copy to save the paper, I want to focus just on one paragraph. The Shiloh over here was a case, as I penned in, you can read my handwriting at the top. Shalucha melech nol habes keneses The Shiloh was where the government locked the shul. Can you imagine a government locking a shul? I thought this was eerie. I had to come across this as I was doing this. They came and they put a padlock on the shul. <coughs> and they came Shabbos morning. I don't know where they dove in Lel Shabbos. Maybe, some, maybe they came Lel Shabbos. They realized it was a shayla. This shul probably didn't get to them until two weeks later. So 
he wrote it down to know what the din is, or it happened somewhere near Prague, he was able to answer it on the spot, but that's not relevant over here. There's a padlock on the shul, and the padlock was there from before Shabbos, and the government had closed the shul. The melech sent his guards, the police, to padlock the shul because the Jewish community didn't pay their tax. Pretty scary. So to get their attention as a kanas, they just locked the shul. Because the government figured out they can't do without their shul. <coughs> See, he doesn't talk about this, but what the government didn't know is they started putting up tents all over Prague. But it doesn't say that. <laughs> so, so they locked the shul, and the government knew they'd have no aidsome. What the government didn't know is this would have collateral damage besides for the minion, that Shabbos, the next Shabbos, the Erev was inside the shul. And now they didn't have access to the Erev, and when they found that out, they found that out last Shabbos, found that next morning, but they knew it was padlocked from before, the Erev was inside the shul, and nobody can get in, which jeopardizes the carrying of the entire city. That's the truth, and the, and the idea is talking about whether or not there is any heter that the Erev is still kosher. That's the context of this fascinating tshuva. It's a, it's a long, detailed tshuva. I want to show you one paragraph here. The second paragraph on page 1e. Lochein. Hanireleni is daiti dilakuliyama eimbeze iser So first part of the tshuva, he lays out the assumption, which he's going to reiterate over here, that we paskin, that if it's only an iser derabanon, to break into the shul and break that lock, then all you need is access to the Erev at the beginning of Banish Moshes. And during Banish Moshes, they didn't make a Zera on many Durabanons. It's only Yeshvus. That's his first step to matter this. So he said, if it were a question of breaking the lock, it's, the whole thing is eerie, because if you've been around, if anybody ever here has been alive and living in America the last six months, you know, We've had uh, threatening of locking of shuls and people breaking padlocks. And <laughs> it's, you know, all sorts of interesting things, which dovetails on the sugi. I apologize to the people on Zoom. Uh, people hear this afterwards, but the next big sugi shop is afternoon, where all the sugis that I don't want a video go, is Dinamo Chusadina. As I mentioned, when we came back, it's going to take us about five years to finish just with the uh, Corona Sugis, uh, which is good, because these are Sugis I wanted to get to anyway. You're invited to uh, walk in. But Dimechuzdin is a very, very complex, fascinating, and detailed Sugia. I'm going to show you one day as we get into the hole over here. I don't think breaking this lock is going to be an Isidoraisa. The box of matzahs was there, so it was kayim banish mushrooms. The tour happens to hold that this would be a problem, even if we're only a shayla of an iser. We don't pass like that. It's not brought down All seem to hold if it's a question of an Isidurabanon, you could have in theory broken the lock, and therefore that's considered access to the Arab, and therefore if people carry they don't have to do chuva, the Arab was still kosher because you had access to it. Amnam, however, it's also the first thing, Shfus, Benish Marsh is not worried. Amnam, Yeshbitzet Sad Isser. This is a very interesting line. Bitsad Isser, what's the problem? 
Mitzad she efsher lishper hachaisim. It says true. It's only in Issa Durabanon to break the lock. But how are you going to break the lock? Mitzad gzeiras hamalchus. Now, if you freeze that frame right there, what is the what is the Nedbiyut saying? So he's saying one of two things. From this part of the line, it sounds like he's saying the word iser. He says you can't break that lock. There's a government decree. You didn't pay your tax, and the king sent out the police and they put on the lock. The directive of the king, he says, that's not an Issa Durabonon. There happens to be a big machalik as well. Many pests can hold it's Dereisa where it applies. He says, that Issa, assuming that that's Dereisa, he's not taking position of a but let's make that assumption for a moment. You can't break this lock, that's us, sir. If the tax is a tax and we all agree you didn't pay it, and you didn't pay it because the Jewish community was poor and overtaxed and other, but let's assume it's still Dina Mechusadina, Lamaisa didn't pay it, so they know why it's there, so they have no right to break it. That's the first part of the line. But then he adds, Ki mi yishlach yad Who would dare stretch out their hand and break the lock that was put on by the order of the king? Why is it not adding that? Video. If the fir- <laughs> okay, could be uh, these shuvas have to be translated into English and read by the. It's a very fascinating line. I, I, it can be read two ways. It sounds like from the second part, if it just dinamachazina, he would say, if he held it with the rice and he held the promise dinamachazina, he would say, we got through with breaking the lock. It's only draw bond on, therefore we're okay. Technically, ancient was banished marshes. You could have gotten in. However, that's not going to help because it's also because me, Yishlach, who would dare break the lock? Sounds like from the second part of the sentence to me that either he, he's been slipping whether Dinamachazdin over here would be the race of in which case that wouldn't really make an issue, and therefore he adds that, well, we all know, you and I, no one's going to have the chutzpah to break this lock because the king doesn't take too kindly to doing that, and therefore, Lamaisi, you can't do it. Not that it's usser as an usser, it's usser as it's not happening, as we'd say in English. And therefore, it's not happening, so that supersedes the Durabana bench mushers, which is interesting how it comes out. And therefore, since you couldn't get in, Lamaisi, you couldn't get in. Lodugma, if it was a steel wall, 10 feet high and 20 feet thick, it doesn't help whether it's the right to a bottom, you smash down the whole thing, a cockle or not. You can't get in. If you can't get in, you have no access to the air. That's what it sounds like from the end of the sentence. Right. Me, meaning, me, Lana, like, you're all duly warned, we shouldn't have to do, because if we live in the 1700s, we'd understand this quite well. No one's breaking that lock. <laughs> that, 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 you know, they wouldn't get a chance getting arrested with some kind of stuff. They're not going to take a chance. It's just interesting that he had to add that. He starts off the line, Isser. Isser sounds like Isser, maybe Dereza, and therefore it's not Dereza, I'm not going to help us banish Marshes. But then he adds, that's a very fascinating, what would an Afkamina be? I'll give you a, a wild case in theory just to show an Afkamina. Let's say the government locked the park. It's a crazy example, okay? Government locked the park, it's a lockdown, and can't play in the park, you can only ride in the streets. Let's say, Ludugma. And then there are hundreds of kids who are now at home getting COVID because they can't go anywhere and they want, I'm trying to be sarcastic and Jay things. <laughs> so I don't mind putting this on video. Uh, and, um, and then they're going to the park. And then, and there's all the padlock on there. Now you can don, whether there's, so there's a padlock on there. That's by government degree. That's a 
that's an executive order from a state, that's pretty serious. It's like you, that's, that's an executive order from the state. So there are two shilas over here. Is that Dinah Mechasadina? That we can discuss on Shabbos. And I'm not here to attack anybody or criticize anybody in case this would ever happen in real life, which it couldn't. You couldn't answer the wild scenario. So I'm, that's why I'm giving just a sabra saizen. So if you would go and break the lock, would you have, in this scenario, me yishlach yad The answer is yes. Not only would you have people, they had government officials. They had askanim and they had government officials doing it. So I'd say, Baruch Hashem, I'm always like to show the good news and the silver lining. Uh, apparently a lot changed since the time of Nedbida. Nedbida says, Dov Pashit, who would dare do some of that? Mamish Sakans the Fashis. Here, not only did people do it, it wasn't a hooligan off the street. It was the people working a number of levels down in the same, I, th- I believe, no, I, I didn't get the story exactly straight. He did. He did. Well, you'll hear that part on Shabbos. I'm just pointing out there are two parts to Nedbida, and I'm not sure which part, like you say, is for, I don't know if any part's for the video. That's unusual. He starts off with the word Isser, and then he said, who would dare? Well, we don't need both. If the Isser means that it's the Laraisa, then it's the Laraisa. It's not Mutter Benesh Moshes. So you'll say, well, it's not do Benesh Moshes. It's not a Din and Shabbos. It's true that. It's not do Benesh Moshes. It's a side Issa. And if it's the Laraisa, then it's the Laraisa anyway. And you would never have to do that, not Benesh Moshes, not on Tuesday. And then you still do whatever have to, the end of the sentence is, who would dare do that? It's dangerous. So which is it? It does make a difference for this tshuva now. Just when we get to the Mechazdina, remember this. Lamaisi is saying, no one's touching that lock. And no one did touch the lock. And if they don't pay the tax for the next three months, the shul is going to be closed because no one would dare touch the lock. That's the point. So he says, now we have a problem, as he continues. Again, the first one line, uh, E.F.S.H.R. E.F.S.H.R. Lishper, rather, HaChesem, Mitzag, Zeres, HaMalchus, Ki mi yishlach ya liftayah chesem, Anechtum, Mibikide, HaMelech. Umashakasav ma'alasoy. And by the way, if that case ever does come up in history, the case I just got to you at the park, I'm not taking a position whether I think it was a good idea or not a good idea. In all seriousness, that, it's totally in these two shilas. I'm not criticizing the people who did it, if you know somebody who did it. And, uh, but it's, this Nadvida is just an interesting uh, makar for things. Masha So the shayl who sent in this shayla was a tamachacham. And if you're ready for this, now you all have the background to understand. Without the background we gave, you can't stand these lines. Mashakasam alasa the name of Shabiyada Lefra Masamelech Viftahu Achaisem. So he says, Well, there's another heter here. True, no one's gonna break the lock either because it's also or it's dangerous or both. And breaking the lock itself is only a shfus, that's not the problem. But no one's gonna break it. So he said, Well, we have a hoyle that they could be redeeming themselves by paying the tax, and then the king would be more than happy to send the police to get their key and open up the lock. So why don't we just say, oh, what? That's not necessarily a problem, by the way. Not paying tax in the olden days was dangerous also. I'm kind of happy the king only locked the shul. Uh, so it probably would be mutter to get some Amir Lakum if somebody found the money. We have somebody from the kill who's going to donate. They probably would, I don't know, prog exactly in the year that would be but in not uncommon in Europe, they would tell somebody, you know what, get, uh, get John to take what's in your chest, all his gold coins, and please deliver it to the king ASAP. So that wouldn't be such a kasha. Today, we'd say, tell the IRS, it's not Monday morning, we'll call them at 10 o'clock. But that, that might not, it, it probably would be safer to, uh, if he's angry enough to padlock the shul, which didn't happen every day in Europe. 
I don't know if that would be a kasha. You could do a mirlakam, that's you could have done a mirlakam touching muksa coins and a mirlakam with Durabana. The Bolshevism Durabana. Yeah, so it's two holes, yeah. Well, that's not a hoil because, because yeah, but that's possible. They don't like locking shoals. They probably do like locking shoals, unfortunately, then. But, but the police... Uh, yeah, in America they would. They'd wait for the following Monday also. But in those days, there was a small town. Everybody knew everybody. And the, the police was probably standing at the corner, the policeman, and they said, do me a favor. Here's the money. Can you deliver it? Right. It's not a guarantee, but the hoil... No holes, a guarantee holes. In theory, we could have done something, right? So that's what he brings up. Ready for this? See, borrows the Magen Avram who borrowed the run, and he said, "No, you don't say hell if there's no money to pay, and there's clearly no money to pay because that's how they got into this deep trouble in the first place." So you don't say hell. Will they come up with the money eventually? We hope so, but right now you don't say hell. And he says, Listen to this, Kavachimer. He says, There was a kash of the Magad of Ram, we should use Hail to aserit, make a mavra and bayura by Yamas, say Lachumra. And we didn't even say it over there because he didn't have money. So if we don't use Lachumra by Pesach, we have lots of Chumras. And we didn't use it over there. Which we just saw. If we don't say Lachumra, we would have used it Lachumra by Pesach. We're not going to use it Lachumra over here, even though Aaron's do our bottom, maybe use Lachumra. He said, no. Hail is a type of svar, you'll use Lachumra, even though by Hail of Emekleachim, we use Lachumra not to give Malchus. That's because we don't want to give a guy Malchus, which is very painful if we have any for Lachumra. But he said, we're not going to use Lachumra over here. And it's not true because they don't have the money. If they had the money, they would have paid. Second arrive, it says for an air of purposes, you want to use chalar matzah. It says you cannot use chalar matzah with maisosheni or hektish shaloi niftu. Now you could be paid it and then matter this challah, which you want to use for your error for the community by being paid it. Being paid it means the process of giving money. And you weren't paid it yet. And it says you can't use it. And you have no Arab now, and if they're not opening up the shul, you better put it in one of the houses. Yeah, so it's interesting. He doesn't, he doesn't, that's what the Shah maybe was thinking, but he doesn't like it. He said, I think the context is hard for us Americans, Baruch Hashem, to understand it, but to get to this point with locking the shul is already dangerous. So it's one of those things that if they had the money, they probably would have gotten it together. And I don't know how long this particular matzah that he's commenting lasted. hope they solved it quickly, but it could have lasted a while. The Jews were so overtaxed that every single time, that nobody had any money, every single time it was a problem. And it was a dangerous, toxic mix. And the government, uh, you see over here, wasn't Michael. And they just started locking institutions because of the tax. So you see how important it is to have access to this. And I think that's the story behind this minig, which is going to be Akasha, which we're going to see that some communities had, that they would not only have it in shul, which I'm already records, they would have it highlighted. You could put the box of matzahs on a shelf. But no, they dafka hung it like it was like a, 
a spectacle when you came in that everybody can know, oh, yeah, the Erev is here. Because a new definition to the Erev is up. But when we say that, we mean that there is a Pesach, not the Henge Matzah. And the Kash is, we started off the Sugya, it's not good for Panasa when you have hanging Chala and Matzah because it represents Panasa. And what do we do with the meaning? So if you continue, not tonight, okay, so we will get to that in Mitzvah Shem. This we finished the Nebidah, we will get to that Kasha Mitzvah Shem on Monday. And we will continue uh, with the Shir. We'll start this Shabbos, the Din Hashem, the Dinah, and then continue next week. Are we ever going to 